Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal fat loss guru, your personal diet advisor, food advocate, uh, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion for healthy food, healthy eating, diet, nutrition, uh, nutrition plans, uh, anything and anything in between, everything we put on our plates and in our mouth in order to hopefully feel amazing, look even better, and perform the best on all levels, mentally and physically. Today is Monday, guys. New week, new challenges, uh, new day, new amazing day to start your new healthy eating, healthy living, fitness ritual. Uh, By the way, uh, each Monday, uh, I'm going to start a new challenge. And today, we actually restarting our no ingredients keto fat loss challenge that you uh, can find on my Facebook or on my Instagram. I'm going to be talking about it the whole day today. I'm going to be I'm going to post my Instagram link on my in the show notes. uh, But also if you uh, find my website, create yourself that today, uh, and uh, Google Google it uh, and Angela Sharina. You can find links to all my social media, and in this challenge, uh, in our group, uh, we share our meals. Uh, then people ask me questions. Uh, what is no ingredients keto fat loss? That is basically eating real foods, whole foods, uh, no fancy food, no edit anything. Uh, that's all about eating a diet that maintains balance, um, balanced blood sugar, plus eating real foods created uh, by uh, Mother Nature uh, and cooked by humans. <laughs> anyway, uh, amazing challenge that will give you amazing results when it comes to energy levels, when it comes to your weight loss and fat loss and decreasing your inflammation levels and balancing your blood sugar and so many other things. Uh, going to improve your uh, skin and uh, your digestion and everything. So guys, no ingredients, keto, fat loss, join it. Um, today, we we're going to talk about three main things. First, intermittent fasting. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of intermittent fasting, basically having periods of times between your last meal, meal, your dinner, and your breakfast, usually prolonged periods of fasting or uh, time when you don't eat any food, when you don't consume any calories in liquid form. Um, so it's really amazing, not only for weight loss or fat loss or to eat less, but it's amazing because it heals your gut, uh, and it's amazing for uh, your gut health because it allows your um, gut, your uh, intestines, uh, your stomach to have those periods of rest where uh, your gut can regenerate, uh, and we all know that you know our gut and the health of our gut bacteria uh, it influences a lot our overall health, our energy levels, um, our mood, 
because uh, in the gut produced 90% of our serotonin or um, hormone that makes us feel at peace and good. Uh, anyway, intermittent fasting helps with a lot of things. But these days, a lot of times I hear that intermittent fasting mean, means skipping breakfast. Well, it doesn't really mean skipping breakfast. I love my breakfast. I don't like skipping breakfast because I'm an early person. I work out frequently early and I, I love my breakfast. I love big breakfast right after my workout. Uh, but I have usually an early dinner, um, 3, 4 p.m. That's when I have my dinner. And then I have around 18 hours between my dinner and my breakfast. So, uh, you know, some people think that, again, you got to skip breakfast. But actually, it's best if you eat earlier and you do not skip breakfast, especially if you're an early morning person and you do most of your productive work in the morning. A lot of people need their breakfast to uh, give brain and body fuel to perform the best, plus your insulin sensitivity, um, your metabolism is much more active during the day when you actually can spend those calories that you eat in your meals. Whereas if you have your last meal, your biggest meal right before bed, uh, first of all, uh, your blood sugar going to be much higher uh, and your uh, digestion going to be uh, much worse because at night your digestion naturally slows down and all the nutrients are not absorbed as effectively and efficiently as they do during the day. Um, so, Intermittent fasting works actually better for uh, for the for most people uh, when you eat early. And again, it doesn't have to be super early, but for sure, uh, you wanna have at least two hours before bed when you don't eat anything because your body again needs time to digest and it's best if you have your uh, biggest meal when you are the most active not when you're about to go to bed it doesn't even make any sense and again all the research check out the book the circadian code supports this evidence that when you eat earlier your digestion your metabolism and your fat loss is much better so intermittent fasting doesn't mean to skip breakfast it just means to have prolonged periods of times uh, usually no less than 12 hours for your gut health at least between your last meal basically your lunch or dinner or whatever you like to call it and between your uh, and between your first meal your uh, breakfast it doesn't mean to skip any particular uh, meal so just wanted to make sure that you understand this guys that intermittent fasting is not about skipping breakfast and in fact having your breakfast especially if you're the most active uh, during first time of the day having all your food uh, when it's light out before sunset it's much much better for your digestion your metabolism and your overall health and especially your gut health so this is first thing second thing calories um, a lot of times you might see me and a lot of other people saying that you don't have to count calories if you're on a really low carb diet, meaning below 50 grams of carbs. If you're on a keto diet, um, that you don't need to count, you know, calories or anything and you're going to lose all the fat you need to lose. And that's true for a lot of people with pretty healthy metabolism. That's also true, um, 
when you're actually obese or overweight and the fat you're losing is unhealthy fat. But it is not true if you want to look like a fitness model and want to have six pack and, I don't know, defined legs and arms and just be super lean and shredded and, uh, again, fitness magazine cover like ready. Like your body naturally, if you eat as much as you want, uh, will not be that way. Uh, if you're eating, you know, a lot, a lot of calories, fat calories, protein calories, uh, even if your carbs are super low or non-existent, they're just not going to happen. Um, so you do need to count uh, calories and energy balance still matters. Uh, that's why a lot of people experience fat loss plateau, you know, they go on a low carb or a keto diet, and then they lose a bunch of weight because, you know, you lose a lot of water. And uh, uh, naturally, when you're eating healthier, low carb diet, your body loses a lot of unhealthy fat, especially your visceral fat or fat around your internal organs. But once your fat is kind of in normal parameters, and uh, there is no health risks, and believe me, being, you know, a little bit, having a little bit of fat uh, on your body is not actually a health risk always. The only uh, health risk that's come from fat, it's the risk when you're obese and uh, you have substantial amount of un of uh, excess fat or fat around your internal organs. But having some fat on your body is not unhealthy necessarily. So your body will not lose that uh, fat unless you're cutting uh, the energy, unless basically you're spending more energy than you're consuming. But it, you know, it doesn't mean that you need to count calories. But if you are not losing anything, if you're and you're eating certain amount of food, then and you're eating already good quality foods, whole foods, you're eating, you know, low carbohydrate diet, and you have healthy lifestyle, and you exercise, all that stuff comes before counting calories, yeah, or changing the amount of food you eat, then you, you know, again, you might need to like reduce the amount of food you eat. And maybe you do need to count calories to reach your goal in your particular uh, case. So calories, energy, they still a valid thing. It just calories, not everything that matters. And for sure, uh, there are a lot of other factors that influence your health, your weight loss and fat loss, your fitness and everything. Um, so don't disregard everything about calories and energy balance. It just doesn't work exactly like, uh, you know, like they, like some people say it works, meaning that our body works like some calorie burning machine. Uh, our body does not work that way. You know, our lifestyle, our stress levels, our exercise routine, our hormones, all of that influences the way we process food, uh, plus different foods um, are digested differently and give us um, different amount of energy and it's different for different people. But again, calories still matter. So this thing number two. Thing number three is healthy diet. You know, I've been reading uh, quite a few articles and documents online from um, uh, different good sources about um, healthy diet. Um, and most experts, you know, all of them almost agree that the definition of a healthy diet needs to be updated. Um, according to recent studies, you know, for example, that 
fats were considered to be bad for health um, in previous years. Now, you know, more and more people understand that fats are not bad. And uh, as long as you're eating whole foods and eating all the fats and those good quality whole foods, fat are amazing. And in fact, fatty acids or fats are essential for our health. Um, so a healthy diet um, is not about, you know, amount of fats or carbs, but it's more about eating whole foods. So, um, there is no real definition what a healthy diet is, but I came up with my own, uh, not so much definition, uh, but a um, few factors that you need to take care of if you want to eat healthy and if you want to have a healthy diet. Um, it all comes from everything that, I, that I'm reading these days, all the research, all the data, and my personal and professional experience. So what are those you know, factors that... Um, your healthy diet should consist of. Um, so, for example, nutrients. You know, as a human being, uh, you have certain nutrients that your body needs to get, like omega-3 fatty acids, DHA, EPA. But there are, you know, tons of vitamins and minerals. You know, you can look up what actually our body needs. And if certain uh, nutrients your body doesn't get from foods, from whole foods, uh, you're just not going to be healthy. Uh, it's not like you're a human being not you know, a cow, for example, needs to eat grass. A human being needs to eat different things to get all the vitamins, minerals, macro and micronutrients to be healthy. And you cannot change that. Like, this is just how you function. You know, there is species-specific diet, and there is diet for human beings. And our diet depends not so much on um, particular foods, but on certain nutrients that we need to get from certain foods. It's just certain nutrients are easier to get from certain foods. Like, for example, omega-3 fatty acids are easier to get from fatty fish like sardines or salmon, um, etc. Um, or, for example, um, potassium might be easier to get from things like avocado, uh, but you can get them from different foods, um, almonds or dark chocolate. Um, but there are certain nutrients that we cannot survive without. That's all I'm trying to say. So this is the first factor you want to consider, nutrients. Your diet should provide nutrients that human body need for life. The second thing is your diet needs to have variety for exactly the same reason. Your diet needs to have variety because you need variety of nutrients, vitamins, minerals, fats, proteins, carbs, and they all are different. And in order to get all the nutrients you need, you need to eat variety of foods. You cannot eat the same food over and over again, expecting your body to get the same, you know, everything it needs. Just not going to happen. Um, so variety. Then your food shouldn't have any toxic substances. Your food should be whole foods uh, with no additives or preservatives uh, that um, belong to a chemical lab, not food. Like our body cannot tolerate all these toxins, additives, and preservatives that might not uh, kill you right away, but they can accumulate and they will accumulate in your body, uh, or they can negatively affect our gut health. Like, for example, sucralose or uh, aspartame or other artificial um, sweeteners, like they will not kill you. Um, and you might not notice a lot of difference from day to day, 
But me, but if you consume those sweeteners every single day or you know every other day for like a year, you might have negative effect for on your gut health, and you might gain weight even though those sweeteners officially do not have any calories. Um, so no toxic substances should be in your food. Your food should be grown in a healthy environment with no pesticides, herbicides, etc. And there should not be any non-food ingredients. So if you're buying your food, um, it should look like it was grown or it was alive recently. And there should not be no food ingredients that you can't even pronounce. So that's the third factor. Then all the foods, um, studies prove and show uh, that you personally consume need to... uh, keep your blood sugar balanced. It shouldn't spike um, because our body needs to maintain certain blood sugar uh, for health, for fitness, for, uh, I don't know, good life. (laughs) Uh, More and more again, studies show that uh, balanced blood sugar uh, is probably the number one biomarker that anyone can measure right now that will predict your overall overall longevity and mortality and your chances to get diseases like diabetes, obesity, uh, metabolic disease, even cancer, and uh, uh, all kinds of diseases, you know, even Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, So blood sugar and maintaining your blood sugar at, you know, a certain point without spikes, that's your, you know, one of your highest priorities when it comes to a healthy diet. And again, what foods do uh, create healthy blood sugar? Whole foods, um, low carbohydrate foods, uh, foods that, you know, why low carb? Because they do not spike your blood sugar, but also foods that you are not allergic to, that not inflammatory for you. And that's where the last factor comes in, personalization of your diet. Because a lot of people have... Um, intolerance or uh, indigestion when it comes to dairy. Uh, A lot of people cannot tolerate nightshades like tomatoes or bell peppers, and they have inflammation, like they can have uh, their uh, tendons uh, inflamed, uh, or their gut can get inflamed, or you can get a syndrome like uh, leaky gut. So what I mean is certain foods do not work for certain people. And there are certain foods like, again, nightshades or dairy um, or um, gluten, modern gluten, that just doesn't work for a lot of people. And when you eat it, your blood sugar is going to spike and you're going to have uh, inflammatory reactions and autoimmune reactions. And that's going to, again, going to spike your blood sugar. And uh, just that's diet not going to be a healthy diet for you. So again, when you want to think about healthy diet, this diet doesn't have a sure definition and healthy diet is different for different people. But you should supply all the nutrients that your body needs from different foods, from variety of foods. There should be no toxic substances added. That That food should support your stable blood sugar. And Every diet should be personalized. What works for one person will not work for another person. What works for me will not work for you. And what works for me today will not work for me tomorrow. So 
That's the last thing that I want you to think about today. So to recap, today we talked about intermittent fasting and that it doesn't mean skipping breakfast. And in fact, most of you will be better off having a good breakfast and skipping your dinner or having really light dinner. Calories, they still matter, but they do not work like in a you know calorie burning machine. Uh, and uh, to maintain healthy weight, uh, counting carbs, uh, eating healthy whole foods might be enough for you. But if you want to look like a fitness model, you probably will need to count calories. Third thing, healthy diet. Again, nutrition, nutrients you need uh, as a human being, variety of foods, no toxic substances, maintaining stable blood sugar, and personalized diet. That's a healthy diet. If you have any questions, if you really love this episode, shoot me email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. I always uh, love hearing good words uh, about my uh, baby, my food school podcast. Um, but again, if you have any questions, uh, if you're in doubt about something, nutrition, health, diet, fat loss related, always feel free to shoot me an email, Angela at Create Yourself That Today. And today is Monday. Join my no ingredients keto fat loss challenge. Eat real food, do keto, get lean. Thank you for listening, guys. I love you all. Have an amazing Monday, amazing week, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.